Hello and welcome back to the CritCast podcast. I'm your host, the new DM. Um, I'm here with my players. Another round of Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Uh, if you guys would like to uh, say hello, I'll start with Yui Donna. Give me a quick introduction to what you look like, who you're playing, and all that good stuff like we uh, normally do. Uh, I am Idana Tiradon. I am a female Dampier rogue, about five foot seven, bluish grayish skin, uh, brown hair that is turning silver, red eyes, and I am in for an interesting time visiting my old ship. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, and then we'll step to Morthus. Why, hello. I'm Morthus Gratia. I am a tiefling a warlock, and I'm 25 years old, 5'10 in height, red hairs, red hair, r- uh, excuse me, purple hair, red, <coughs> red eyes, red skin, <laughs> and uh, horny horns. Um, I am the only one who matters, so don't worry about you know, the previous person or the next people. <laughs> Wonderful Portis. Oh, uh, Vel. Oh, bastard man. <laughs> um, hello, hi, hello. I am Velikor. I am a tiefling a scribe's wizard. I have lavender skin and like a cute little uh, purple, purple bob um, and horns that I can only describe as jesters because I did some googling and they all know actual animal horns that curl forward like this um oh. and uh i um i have glasses so you know i'm a wizard i have pink eyes and i stand about at five four i'm very thin very squishy and um i have a little owl uh his name is owl of the queen and yeah wonderful thank you vel uh a brace Hello, I am Ibrius Sunstar, a human paladin, follows the oath of vengeance, uh, standing about six feet tall with dirty blonde hair, um, a relatively well-groomed beard, although it's getting messier by the day because I'm not (laughs) able to get to my shave, uh, shaving kit. And um, I would say piercing blue eyes, very pale skin. And you know, his distinguishing feature is that he's got a cloak that's marked with the sigils and the emblems of the 10 towns of Icewind Dale, because this is where he grew up not too long ago that's right that's right spent many uh you said summers here right uh yeah before uh, a certain tragic family incident uh but yes uh childhood summers here wonderful all right uh so uh, our characters last time had an unfortunate run-in uh but needed to be dealt with uh with some pursuers uh somebody who was i guess not somebody as much as a bunch of people running after the group trying to uh take them out uh on uh uh account of uh old blue eyes i guess um as you were able to uh make your way you made uh what you made? I'm trying to remember. You lured with your axe beaks, uh, some of them, uh, but for the most part, they got out pretty good. Uh, it was a pretty tough battle, but uh, we were able to sneak out and get away, right? Yes. 
Wonderful. Yeah. And why is that music not playing? All right. Uh, and sorry, my recap music's not playing. It's throwing me off my recap. Uh, so uh, we come to the group uh, as they finish up with this long battle, stepping away uh, up to the uh, hopefully easier travel uh, from the last little bit that it's been. Um, anything I know, Vel, you said there was something you were wanting to do before heading into the... Uh, I guess the next part of this till we get to the ship. Yeah. Um, so come very early morning, whoever is up first would see Velacor frantically and very focusedly scribbling on her, uh, on the cover of her spell book. The ink quill itself doesn't have ink on it. However, um, and there is no inkwell near her. However, you still see as she draws and write and scribes on the cover of her spellbook, um, glowing runes start to appear, and um, she looks very focused, incredibly focused. Um, and this goes on for about half an hour more um, before she takes the book and sets it down and um, begins to try and says, okay, please work, please work, please work. And she sets the book down and begins to, tries to, tries to summon something. Um, and a little pink budgie appears with yellow wings. And she looks elated for a moment and um, then she looks a little scared as she says hello mercy is that you are you there she says out loud mercy uh kind of squawks back I guess <laughs> Does, um, oh, she can speak she can, can speak. speak okay yes uh, Mercy says yes I'm here oh oh my god it, it worked and she tears begin to roll down her eyes and she's she tries to reach for the buddy but her hand goes right through it and she says you're, you're here I I thought I lost you forever. Bird kind of uh, does a little bit of a jump a little bit trying to get closer to you and, and not almost like trying to get as close knowing the limitations. Uh, and, yeah. And says, you haven't lost me. I'm here but with I'm you now. So worried. The Arcane Brotherhood I know you're not really her, but you're what I have. How intelligent, I guess I should ask, uh, uh, from the memories. I mean, it's fairly intelligent. I think Vel would pour, have tried to pour 
as as she's scribbling as many of the memories okay that she perfect. remembers it, only how she remembers them okay because again perfect. this was a child uh well these are a child's memories uh you hear a I'm always with you. I'll always be with you. And kind of like trying to nudge, like, you you remember me. Hold that memory close. I remember you. I could never forget. I'm so glad you're here now. And yeah, again, she, try, she tries her best to clutch at that bird, but she can't because and no matter what, the bird is not corporeal. It's Right. It's a manifestation of the mind of her book. And more than anything, it's a manifestation of her programming of the book. Oh, also, Edana, sorry, I was, uh, I, I essentially leveled up. Belle has no class feature and it essentially lets her awaken her spell book. Oh. And she awakened it in the memory of someone who she has not stated yet. So for the first hour, half hour of everyone waking up, she was just furiously scribbling on a uh, on her spellbook. Uh, her pen, her pen was inkless, and yet mm-hmm. there was still glowing runes that would appear on the book. And then she set it down, and then a pink budgie with yellow wings appeared out of the co- cover of the book. Okay. And yeah, very cool. I'm glad you hand out my seat. Where are we? It's been far too long. I've missed you. I've missed you. Where are we? Oh. She looks a little ashamed <laughs> when she says, I-, I know you tried to get me far away from here, but we're back in Icewind Dale. Oh. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. I've been having dreams about the tower and it drew me back here. Well then, I'm glad I'm here. We have a lot to do. I'm glad you're here too. And then she'll take a moment to collect herself, pick up her spell book, and poof her owl onto her shoulder and mentally guide Mercy to float above her, to just, you know, uh, flap above her hovering. And then she, because she was very entranced in what she was doing, she quickly notices, if anyone was awake, that people are awake, and uh, stiffens her back and starts to dab away at her tears and says, oh, I'm sorry, you guys had to see that. I, um... I was struck with sudden inspiration over the night, and as soon as I woke up, I had to try it. Me, Donna, would probably be sleeping near Vel and would be kind of awoken with the the noise going on and whatnot, and she would just kind of look over at Vel and, um, no, it's it's all right. What's with the other 
bird. Oh. Are you collecting them now? Uh, yes, I'm rather fond of it. Um, this one, it's... Her name is Mercy, and... She's... A consciousness of, from my spellbook, but she's also sort of... A memory of someone I lost since that, since... I begin learning magic. Oh, you will write you- do you need a moment? No, I'm fine. Um... I... I'm fine. And she, um, offers a smile. Idana will smile back, one of her eyebrows cocked, and just kind of say, um... You know, if you're not fine, that's alright. We're here oh. for you. But I'm glad whatever this bird is, is back, your bell book bird. When she says it's alright to be not alright, uh, Avel's smile falters for a moment. And her voice cracks as she says, I, I know it's alright to not be alright. Sometimes I forget that. Um, thank you. But of course, if I, I am both happy and a bit, it's a bit of feeling, I guess. Tweet's a good um, way to put it. Yes, and well, um, uh, yeah, so ideally this bird will actually help keep me out of um, danger a bit more. Uh, Oh. Which I guess is what she did to begin with, and... It's a good thing, I promise. Is Belle still sitting on the ground while this yes. has all happened? Okay, Idana's definitely gonna scoot over and just kinda hug Belle. Like, still partially in her, like, sleeping bag. Belle will, <laughs> uh, meet Idana halfway and hug her back. Thank you, Idana. Of course. I'm glad you've got this extra protection. Gods knows we all could use that in our lives. Especially you. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Oh, don't think too hard about it. <laughs> she pretends to get huffy and tilts her chin up in protest. <laughs> Idana will pat her on the back and scoot back away and kind of shimmy herself out of the bag to start getting dressed and ready for the day. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Abreus and Morthus, uh, what are you all up to? Uh, I'm probably sleeping until somebody tells me it's time for us to get going. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. Um, I get up with my usual, you know, to do my usual exercises with the spear. Right. Uh, except that obviously when I get up this time, I just, you know, accidentally trip and poke Morthus in the, in the back with the spear as I get up. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. I guess right. there's no Jesus here. Um, <laughs> some other god. <laughs> and what god do you worship or have? 
So I don't do know. I worship a god? <laughs> I mean, you don't worship, but who gives you your powers? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Morthus. Uh, Rise and shine, my dear friend. It's too early. Yes, yes, I know. It's always too early, but as they say, we have to get going, or else the world's going to come to us instead. Yeah, no, unfortunately, we do have a little bit of a ways to go. We should probably, you know, eat as quickly as we can and head out. I mean, God knows I'm starving. What do we have? Who's who's the cook today? Um, well, I thought we just passed rations, yes. <laughs> because if you haven't noticed, there's no plant life, there's very little wildlife, and there is certainly no trees around here with which to make a campfire. That is a fair point. I feel like Morthus has influenced me in the wrong direction. <laughs> I mean, no, that's no, no. <laughs> in, in this instance, I would insist on no campfire, um, since we are being hunted. There you go. Let's um, eat and be on our way, then. Yeah, let's let's do that. We've got a big day ahead of us, that's for sure. Yes. I will take my ration and roll over my sleeping bag and eat it under the covers. <laughs> I just roll my eyes. <laughs> military person, I understand, but I just roll my eyes. <laughs> Wonderful. So you're able to take... Yes. Can I make a perception check and see if I can see, like, anything around us in the area? Yeah, yeah. What are you looking for? Um, specifically looking for something kind of big and see if it might strike a memory, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, um... I mean, you're in the same area that would be familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, you probably recognize this as a place that was rather close that would strike a memory. Uh, you can mm -hmm. make your perception check to see if anything specific... Actually, you know what? Let's roll a history check. Let's a see if there's something check. about this that gives oh, you... My. Like a little bit more detail than what I gave you. Of course, you roll a twenty-one. All right. Good uh, way to start off the night. That's exactly right. All right. So, uh, yeah, you remember this is that spot uh, where you were uh, not directly in the spot, but you were probably within, you know, thirty to forty-five minutes of this area where you were starting to meet that unfortunate end. Uh, with that weather, um, you can almost recall veering off a little bit to the, what gosh is that? North, yeah, I guess it would be headed off a little bit more north. Um, okay. And to the east uh, might be, might start oh. to feel like you're heading, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Almost like you're heading up past these uh, large mountain or uh, hills uh, and over in this area. Um, okay. Heading towards almost that larger one of the group uh, that sparks memory of 
a travel that you've had in someone's arms taking over there uh the smell of strong pine trees and that just unnatural warmth that you felt when you were so so cold mm-hmm. uh, can i now make that perception check and see like am i too far away to see if i might see whatever rescued me way back when i would say so yeah Okay. Um, I guess at this point then I'll just kind of look around at the group and say, um, we're, we're definitely getting close. Let's, let's go ahead and get moving. You know what? Just roll me a perception check and I'll see. I got an idea. I think this might okay. work. Yeah, with the 16. 16... Yeah, I mean, as you're kind of looking around, you can... You can probably tell that there are some tracks in the area uh, that lead up and around that are of a large creature. They've been snowed in and a little bit obscured, uh, mm -hmm. and it's hard to make out exactly where they're going. But yeah, you can definitely see some familiar things that spark that memory and things like that. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem like creature itself is here okay um yeah i will just eat my rations and get all my stuff prepared to head out then okay if i can follow whatever remains of those tracks if they're not veering too far off from the pirate ship okay yeah well will sit next to Donna and silently eat her uh, rations, offering a bit of the hard tack to Oliver and um, pack her stuff to get ready to set out. Perfect. Um, good news. You guys have pretty clear weather. Um, it's, gosh, no later than, I would say, 7.30 in the morning. Um, it's early, uh, but you know how light works around here. You got to take advantage of the little bit that you get. Uh, and well, I guess it probably, I guess with the light, it'd probably be closer to eight, almost nine ish with the light. Uh, should you travel sun up or what would be sun up to, uh, dusk? Um, but yeah, good weather. You're able to gather everything up. You hop on your axe beaks. Uh, they're not in particularly great moods, but you know they've been they've been put through a lot in the past 24 hours. Uh, so you know they can do what they want. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would guess, Idana, are you specifically looking for uh, those footprint tracks as you're following them? want to so would that be uh nature or survival uh gosh i want to say tracking would be survival i feel like okay 18 that's pretty solid yeah nice. yeah so as you're moving uh you're able to keep up with some of them as uh where's my pin here i'll draw up you get to probably about here um mm -hmm. 
and then uh, with the openness of the snow it starts to really obscure it you can roll again to see which direction it uh, holds however the DC pops up a little bit okay I will make that perception check then see what I can find 23 jeez you're on fire tonight piss okay uh all right uh you go to the right <laughs> you go start heading a little bit east heading towards the big old chunk of mountain um not mountain but way? uh hill yeah okay hmm. um let's so see this, here. This, yeah, is, this is a little off path from the ship but I have a good feeling of going this way. There might be someone or something over here that may be able to help us out here in the snow. Oh, yeah, no. If you think you can help us, I, I trust you. Lead the way, Donna. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so you start to move. Uh, it takes... Gosh, another... Uh, roll me another survival real quick. 19. 19. Oh my god. god. Solid Alright, roll 20. I see what you're trying to make me do. I think so, you're not a decent roll for the rest of us. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Holy cow. Alright, so you start heading uh, with a pretty good almost like you don't even need to remember the tracks like it's almost muscle memory as you're retracing those steps you took so long ago um you travel for a solid hour and a half probably closer to two getting up to this mountain um or this hill i keep calling it a mountain but this hill uh and um oops let me do this. I guess we'll jump over to this map. Cool. As you guys cool. start to get closer to this hill, you see that it is very uh, rocky. Uh, it's got a ton of um, snow-covered pine trees, uh, and um, there's a few that have shaken off. Uh, the snow that are a little bit taller than those pines that as the wind blows it kind of keeps them a little bit less uh, snow covered but it seems like there was definitely a recent blizzard that came through this area as you get close um, you guys can all see my map right uh, uh, what do we drop ourselves uh, just uh, just right here uh, yeah, hopefully you can see this blip okay yep Okay, so I've got myself and my aviary. Yep. Yeah, you got a couple of tokens, don't you? Oh, my uh, birds are big again. It's okay. Big birdies. Itty bitty. Yeah, that'll work for now. Um, All right, so yeah, you start to make your way through this area. Um, Let me pull out the thing as you get close uh you can remember that this is 
The I guess yeah. Uh, what do you want to? I don't want to say what you. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> what do you well, want to narrate, Aidana, as you're making your way up here? Because it's very specific. Um, I, I don't want to reveal anything you don't want me to. Let me see. Would I remember? Would it be? Yeah, it would be. Okay. Um, Idana would. Yeah, I would just um, have my axe beak come to a stop, and just come and tie it up here next to this tree. Um, maybe we should all tie up our axe beaks and head on foot for just a bit. Yeah, no, that's what I think is the right thing to do right now. And Bell will follow suit. You sure we don't need any more bait? I'm <laughs> positive. No bait. Alright. Uh, I imagine you guys can see the whole map now, right? You can see yeah, that yeah, it's a pretty... Now easy to do i just have this for reference really uh so you can see that as you get closer to this uh hill um you can make your way up but uh idana you know that up and around to the south of this uh large chunk of hill is a little bit of an entrance that leads to a cave mm -hmm. and that is where you would most likely find your large creature Okay. Um, everyone follow behind me and just try and act as chill as possible, I guess. Anything we should expect it, Donna? Uh, I trust you, but I can only protect us if I know enough. Uh, big one thing, and it's got kind of large arms. Like, it's like the abominable snowman. I mean, maybe, I don't know. It smelled like trees as well. So if you smell oh, trees, is it then pleasant? yes. Oh, that's pleasant. It's not hostile, is it? Oh, gods, no. Uh, okay, I sheath my spear and I just hold out my palms and I stand to down his side. Um, yeah, let's do this. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, so as you get closer, you can smell the remains of a put-out fire. Uh, you can hear inside the echoing of movement. Uh, some loud... And, uh, you know, just long, basic grunts and groans. Everyone wait for me before you go in. Um... Maybe just wait around the corner so we don't startle this creature. I'm not sure how well it remembers me. Yeah, no, that's fair. And Idana will just kind of come right here and see what she sees. Yeah, so as you peek in, it's pretty dark. Uh, <laughs> it's a cave. I mean, uh, you can, uh, with your, yeah, you got some dark <laughs> vision, so you can see in. Uh, as you get closer, uh, you see that familiar cave, that outline, uh, where there is a decent amount of rocks in the middle of it. Uh, you have a giant pile of bones directly to the west of that 
um, the campfire would be kind of by that middle chunk of rocks uh, and you see some movement in the very back uh, against the shadows um I will come right to the mouth of the cave and just kind of I guess call out um hello Uh, that is when you start to hear an unnaturally loud boom as it echoes through the cave. It sounds like rock on rocks hitting as it's almost like startled, taking a moment. And then you hear the sounds of very large footprints at a dead sprint making their way directly towards you. I mean no harm, I've met you in the past. I just wanted to come and say thank you. As you start to see from the shadows more directly into your light as this creature runs at full sprint going directly to you as they pick you up and grab you. Squeezing you in their arms. Giving you the tightest hug you've probably ever had. As they kind of pick you up and rock you back and forth like a baby patting your head. Oh. Mm. Oh. You came Hello? back. Hello. Uh, yes. Hi, I, I never got to thank you properly. Nor do I even know your name. My name is Tinjung. Tinjung. Alright. Um, I'm assuming you don't know my name. I'm Idana. Uh, thank you for saving me all those months ago. Yes. You were so cold. I very much was. I'm sure if you hadn't found me, I probably would have died. Tinjong, take good care of you. Come in. Yes. Come in. You did. Um, As Tinjong starts to walk in the cave. Come in. Tell friends okay. come in too. Oh, uh... <laughs> Vel will peek around the corner and wave, hello, nice to meet you. Uh, You see this very large, uh, gosh, gangly, uh, let let me pull up the description here. You see kind of a nine foot tall giant in thick walrus hide armor. Uh, uh, They have like uh, just big, gracefully, they take graceful steps besides despite excuse me their gangly misshapen limbs but uh yeah you know pretty friendly uh ugly as hell but pretty friendly <laughs> as they come in and they start to strip uh some uh berries off of some frozen bushes that they've had kind of trying to thaw out as he brings them over and sets them down or excuse me as she brings them over and sets them down and uh, smiles and says oh I've missed you why are you come back dangerous yes dangerous um I've gotten stronger since you found me and I kind of wanted to, I don't know, take care of some loose ends in my life. Uh, 
Namely, how ends. I got here. By ship. You... Tinjong yes. knows you got here by ship. Yes, the the large ship. We were my friends and I were going to go back to that ship and see if it might be able to have some things that could help us on our journey to make this place a lot less colder. At the uh, mention of going back to the ship, uh, Tinjung's face kind of drops and you can see that they don't like that news as they kind of shrug and shake their head. No ship. Uh, why not? Have you been there recently? Tinjung avoid. Big as he as uh, she puts her arms way out strength you know stretching them out as far as she can uh and she says big arbitruce oh uh, arbitruce i thought arbitruce was snow to the south and the mountains arbitruce goes where Arvatrus wants. Arvatrus no listen to Tinjung. Imagine. Oh, gods. Okay, well, that's good to know that there's a large, angry, ancient dragon at my old ship. Wonderful. Great. Awesome. Sometimes. 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 Arvatrus goes away uh, all right A long time has all the truth been gone for a while recently or do you just completely avoid the place uh you can see that they're trying to understand as best as they can and stated in common uh as mm -hmm. best as they can but you know they're just struggling as they try they kind of cock their head to the side and uh say uh I Arvatrus no there but could okay that's that's good to know uh thank you Tinjong is it just uh, you that lives here yes as Tinjong's head drops down a little bit just Tinjong Okay. And Tinjong has been here a while. Nice mm. to meet you, by the way, Tinjong. I'm Abreus. You get a big wave uh, <laughs> from a very large hand, Abreus, as they smile, as they say, yes, long time. Very uh, long time. Um, Cold. Hello, Hello, Tinjong. I'm I'm Bellicor. Um, why are you alone? Tinjong lost mate because of cold. No. And then you see uh, a very large rocket picked up and thrown against the cavern wall. <sighs> As you see here, kind of a growl come off of them. 
well, if it helps you feel any better, we're planning to get rid of Oriel. You? All of us, yes. Okay. Ting Jung go. Come on. Let's go. Wait, Where? Are you coming with us to the ship? Oh, Oriel. Oh, oh to no, not, not, not right now. When we're planning to get a bit stronger first. Um, I'm not personally powerful enough to fight a god yet. No, gods, no. <laughs> not an end of us are. Mm. Uh, yeah, we had trouble with her cultists earlier, um, or last night, rather. Yeah. But once we're strong enough, we can come and get you if that's what you want. Yes. Din Jung would like that a lot. Would uh, Tin Jung like me to heat her up some water, maybe for a bath? You know, just for fun. Not <laughs> saying anything. Bell shoots him a dirty look. <laughs> Tin Jung takes a smell oh, under their arms and kind of goes, Ooh. Uh, no, Tin, Tin, Jung, Tin Jung no like Beth. I use berries. I or Ting Jung use berries. <laughs> you see them massage berries into uh, some of their more stinkier uh, crevices. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Morphus, don't be rude. <laughs> no, no, I, I just was offering. <laughs> I, I, um, I just ignore Morphus and I, and I <laughs> grab a rock and I just try. I can't obviously carry one as heavy as Ting Jung, but I go, I, I understand why you do this, Ting Jung. It makes me feel better, too. And uh, I throw a rock against it. I go, Oriel, and I throw a rock against the wall. <laughs> it echoes around, and you can definitely hear it kind of reverberate against the walls and everything. And yeah, <laughs> Ting Junk kind of smiles and gives you a nod and uh, likes the idea of throwing rocks out of frustration, especially when yeah, you could do, uh, especially when you can curse Oriel. Well, friend, I'm glad we were able to find you, and we have the same feelings about Oriel. Oriel, very bad. Yes, very bad. You go to ship now? Uh, yes, we we do go to ship now. Hmm. Okay, I'll uh, go with you. Central. Oh, are you sure? Uh, Even if Arbitrus is there. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe you call Ting Jung. Should you need Ting Jung? I'll be. Can we do that. Uh. Tinjong kind of stands and says, I'll, "I can hear you." Uh, Tinjong can hear you. Uh, really, pretty, actually, well. <laughs> hey. uh, yeah, uh, Tinjong. I know the area. Uh, Tinjong knows the area pretty well. I like to. Uh, Tinjong likes to hunt. 
the uh, around the area for uh, what do you call them seals? Okay, yeah, we we can call for you. Um, Injong, do you know if all the troops can be bargained with? <laughs> grumpy, grumpy, grumpy yeah. Arvitrus. I don't yeah. think all no. the troops will be happy to see any of us. Yeah, especially after last time. I had to grovel pretty good to survive that. Mm-hmm. The good news is it probably doesn't remember who we are. But I still wouldn't want to repeat an encounter with me. Right. Not at this point. Not when we put up things to do. Oh, likes reindeer, seal, polar bear. Bring Arvitrus meat. Give offering. I mean, that's an idea, but also I don't want to be bowing down to a slimy lizard. If you kind of get what I'm saying. Yes, Tenjong understands. Mm-hmm. Tenjong gives you, uh, he goes, stands up, walks back over to this corner, picks something very smelly and large up, and walks back, and you can see that it's uh, the seal that, uh, one of the seals that they were kind of, cutting up and opening as they bring it over and plop it down and hand it to you and just say eh, just in case thank you uh, we appreciate it how big is this seal oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's a, it's a big uh, it's a big setup it's probably about 50 to 70 yeah about 50 pounds worth of seal blubber and meat that you can uh, offer up. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, Tinjong. I'm glad I got to see you again and offer you an appropriate thank you. You get a very uh, big smile as Tinjong comes over and gives you a big hug engulfing you in their giant gangly arms and you can smell just how long it's been since they've cleaned <laughs> past the berry and pine bath but you know it's a warm loving hug uh, as you get picked up swept off your feet more or less and uh, you uh, are set down and then Tinjung comes over here and does the same thing to you Vale. <laughs> Picks you up. Thank you. <laughs> it just gives you a big, big hug and sets you down and starts to make their way over to you, Abreus. Friend. <laughs> Giving you a giant, one of a kind Tinjung hug, holding you in. <laughs> Morthus, where are you going? <laughs> As Morthus exits the cave. <laughs> Hang on, I, hang on, hang on, hang on. I give Tinjong the biggest hug, and I say, May I have these, some of these berries? Tinjong? Of course. And I take some with me. Wonderful. 
you get some, uh, I guess we'll call them some wild raspberries. Yep. I'll call them Tinjung berries. Yeah, wonderful Tinjung berries. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it kind of has a good rig to it, Tinjung berries. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, more with this, as you try to step out, you, you're definitely loud, but Tinjung <laughs> kind of shrugs and it's just like, all right, well, you know, maybe not a hug for you. Uh, as not Ting- a hugger. Yeah. Ting Jung goes to pick up and move some of the uh, bones and things of uh, some of the animals and stuff they've kind of stored up and uh, grabs kind of a larger one and starts to head out the door with you guys as they're going to escort with you. Awesome. Oh, hello, Tinjong. Um, sorry, I just had to step out for a breath of fresh air. That's all. But good seeing you. Um, I'll be on my way. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> yeah, you can start to make your way towards your axe peaks, Tinjung. Uh, well, uh, ask you, do you remember the way? Yes, I do, actually. At least I'm pretty sure. I found my way over here. Oh, wonderful. Uh, I guess Tinjung will start to go. uh, And as you are making your way, uh, what do you call it? Out the, uh, oh gosh, the cave. Thank you. Uh, Words. Uh, So you you make your way out the cave, out the uh, large hill uh, that you uh, had uh, kind of turn to and you start to go back uh, towards the Dark Duchess. Let me grab you guys here. Alright, so we're making our way to the Dark Duchess. Uh, you have um, Tinjung who isn't necessarily leading the way since you remember Idana um, as you make your way uh, I guess yeah towards the Dark Duchess you see Tinjong kind of stop and check some traps here and there as they kind of check in and keep a little bit of a distance but they tell you that they'll check in with you a little bit uh, in case after they check a couple of traps Um, before we're getting, like, too close to the Dark Duchess or anything, can I just look up in the sky and see if I see a dragon flying around? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they'll do the same thing. Yeah, uh... Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if that would be, I guess, just a perception... I mean, yeah, perfect, Val. <laughs> yeah, Donna, with thirteen and a sixteen on your perception checks. Yeah, you can. You look up and you see that. Yeah, there's nothing really flying around. It's a pretty calm, uh, despite the wind, uh, blowing around day. Um, nothing, nothing dragon esque in the air. Cool. Um, yeah, then I guess I'll just push forward. Okay. So, uh, you guys make it a little bit further. Uh, it's not that far from where you're at, really. Uh, it takes you probably about a couple hours uh, to get close enough to actually start to notice that, you know, as you look out, there's that, oh, 
horizon kind of moves a little bit, shifts almost like it would with an earthquake, but you can start to notice that you are close to the sea of moving ice. Um, excuse me. <coughs> Ooh, sorry. <laughs> trying to cough away from the microphone. Excuse me. Uh, the uh, sea of moving ice stretches out before you, a fearless frozen desert. Ahead, the smooth white surface is interrupted by a towering sailing ship. Very cool. That's cool. Nice. Well, there she is. That's a rather impressive ship. Yeah, that's the Dark Duchess. She was something else, that's for sure. Alright. So you start to head down. Uh, Make me a... Well, I guess with your perceptions, your passives, it's pretty obvious that as you start to approach the ship, you get probably within 15 feet of the ship, and you notice that your feet um, start not to, uh, it's not like it's slippery terrain, like you're like on banana peels or anything, but you can definitely tell that you're at this point walking on, uh, ice. And yes, with a passive perception of 19, Idana. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, you can also hear what seems to be, uh, you hear the loud thumping and creaking coming from in, uh, from inside the hold of the ship, followed by the guttural snarls of some creature. The ship is not as abandoned as it appeared. Mm. Oh. All right. Something's okay. in the ship. Um, is it smart to bring our axe beaks all the way out there? No. no. Maybe we can leave them here and have Tinjong watch after them. That's um, probably not a bad idea. Tinjong, would it be alright if you watched our mounts? Yeah, it's Tinjong's kind of fooling with uh, some, uh, what do you call them, uh, 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 traps, um, snares and such. They they look up and they're like, yeah, Tinjong can do that. Awesome, thank you. Um, You're the greatest, Tinjong. Yes. Tinjong gives you a big smile. <laughs> I like uh, Tinjong. Yeah. Tinjong's very nice. Uh, Tinjong, the, the dragon is more than likely here. So you might want to try and either hide or protect yourself or something. I'd hate for something to happen to you. You gonna go? Uh, Tinjung wants to know uh, if you want Tinjung to go with you. I mean, another thing against this dragon would be nice. Uh, maybe we can find a place to store up. Our axe beaks, um, not really store, but tie them up, I guess. 
Sure. Is there a place? Like, is there like um, mm. snow mound of snow or something we can at least hide them behind? Yeah, I would say there's some pretty decent sized mounds of snow you could definitely hide them behind. Uh, you wouldn't be able to like, I mean, you could dig and put the harnesses in and do something like that. Uh, but. Yeah, for the most part, it's pretty barren. You don't see too many trees or anything along the coast, especially towards uh, where you're at. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's try and hide the axe beaks, and that we can get headed over there. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay, so, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, to help with the whole um, uh, keeping our mounts there a bit and keeping them from running off, Navel is going to cast uh, Shape Water to warm the water a bit and then, you know, so that we can freeze in place and sort of oh, okay, become like yeah. a little ice. Yeah, ice. Um, yeah, freeze them yeah. to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that works. Uh, you're able to keep them there, and Tin Jung's a little bit nervous as, uh, you know, they they look around, and Tin Jung just kind of walks away, and just a lot of polar bear. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a risk we have to take. Um, there's no way to keep polar bears away from them, sadly. But okay. Tinjung, uh... Damn. Uh, yeah, Tin... Yeah, yeah. Tin will make it work. Uh, as Tinjung goes to, uh... Take some berries and rubs it on some... On the axe beaks. Uh, some of the remaining berries that they have left. And rubs it on. There you go. Smell like Tinjung. That is a good <laughs> idea, Tinjung. Oh, yes, thank you, Tinjong. And I say, Morthus, I think you need to be disguised too, and I slap some on him. <laughs> no, thank you. I can cast prestidigitation <laughs> and clean myself. <laughs> clean yourself right off. All right, perfect. Uh, so let me pull us up to the actual ship here. Um been waiting for this so yeah oh big map okay uh i'm gonna blip right here oh oh my everyone kind of cluttered in but that's okay he can uh hopefully oh sorry where again yeah right there i'm gonna drop who is this Hey, Tinjung, you big thing. Uh, the closer <laughs> I get, I see. Okay, so, yeah. Uh... <laughs> so, as you guys are able to get closer to this ship, uh, you can see that, it, for the most part, it's really... I don't want to say, like, 
tipped to this it's a little bit slanted but not enough to make you like walk in a goofy way you just know it's a noticeable slant when you're looking at it on the horizon like you saw in the picture but uh as you kind of get up there you feel it kind of move and settle in the ice which kind of is a little bit unsettling at first but i guess really nothing that you haven't really experienced being here in this kind of place before um as you start to make your way up through the ramp onto this uh, main deck, you see that the wooden boards on the main deck are cracked from frost. A large hole in the deck exposes a part of the hold to the sky. The planks around the hold are marred with deep grooves, as if heavy claws had dug into them. How big of Claws, like polar bear size or ancient white dragon size. <laughs> uh, make me a survival check uh, with advantage. DC twelve and all. Well, I I don't want to do that. No. Uh, yeah. They they. You know what it is. <laughs> okay. You know what that is. Yeah, you that's can a little polar bear, tell. right? Yeah. You can clearly <laughs> tell whatever had to break through those boards uh, had to be a very large, large creature. How recent, though? Like, you know, I can can we tell by you know mouth snow and stuff like that? Yeah, that's well, we a great question. Yeah, but the growling was that the dragon growling, or is that a different kind of growling? Is my question. Good Ooh. question. Uh, that is a great question. Uh, so, as you're getting on to the ship, you hear that snarl, that growl. Uh, make me a nature check to see if you can distinguish the type of growl it is uh but it's also followed by a very strong rhythmic boom 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 as it's like almost like uh you can feel with the boom the shake uh almost like something's colliding with the ship 12 okay uh i will say yeah it's doesn't sound like a dragon oh Something, we just need to watch out for what it is. Okay, maybe we should try and be quiet, or maybe I could sneak down there and see what it is, or maybe even your familiar could go down there, Belle. Oh yeah, no, I can certainly do that. Um, okay, Oliver, it's showtime, and she will uh, sit, or she will place a hand on Donna's shoulder and say, okay, so I'm going to be blind and deaf for a good moment um ah. if anything happens just you know touch my hand or pat my shoulder or shake me or something to get me to snap out and okay. then she, she'll place her hand on Donna's shoulder for balance and uh close her eyes and go into owl vision and have it flutter down here and look around perfect so as you come down you will see there you go that way you can actually see you see this giant ice troll with a club just bashing against a reinforced door as it's snarling and growling and just hitting against it repeatedly over and over hasn't quite heard you despite tinjung's very very large size okay well we'll okay it's a big troll a really big troll um I'm gonna have my owl come back now, and her owl will flutter will fly back up. Perfect. And then she'll snap out of it. 
Okay, so a troll. That is a lot better than a dragon, but still not very pleasant. Um... Gods, do we want to try and maybe lure it out somehow? Or should we take it with element surprise? I say let's go troll muttering. I... I don't think we've had much luck trying to lure things out, and it might just make its way back here. Right, fine. Let's go kill this troll then, I suppose. To Johnny. Here we can trolls. Alright. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Perfect. I summon that flame while we're at it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm helping you guys. That's true. That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, so, alright. So, um... Is the plan to just walk down? Uh, oh, yeah. Bell will say that it is facing the stairwell. Yes. Uh, maybe we could climb down through the hole on some rope and try and have some sort of element of surprise before we well, attack it. Walk around. Or, or I could try to grab its attention while you guys sneak around behind it. If from this perspective over here, looking down at the hole, can I see the troll at all? Mm. Let me see here. That would be a total of... Where is my clicker? Yeah, it's about... Oh, just out of sight, I would say. Uh, you can definitely hear it, uh, but de uh, not see it. It's about almost 40 feet uh, gotcha. Away from that um, line of sight. I could always lower it away from the entrance. I mean, that uh, works. Um, yeah, so she will uh, step over here and cast a silent image of a of a seal. And then, using minor illusion, she will make the seal bark. Arr, arr, that kind of thing. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Because minor, minor illusion is not concentration, so they should work together. Wonderful. So, this ice troll notices the seal. Okay. All right, uh, that works. Uh, so yeah, it definitely notices the seal, thinks it's the easier of the meals, and so it's going to start to move towards the seal and head over and try to take a swing at it. Should we charge down now? Uh, yes, now, 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 now. Okay, uh, I charge down, and as we go into that, I'm going to cast my bonus section, um, Shield Faith, as we head down, ready to attack. Okay, and as it's coming up, more this I was gonna say uh, is that you well, could you could see it if you were kind of walking around. You could definitely see the ice troll uh, coming around. Yeah. So I guess my question is, can I hang out up here and pelt it with spells? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I let let me and and Donna try to keep it distracted there while you pelt it up from up here. It's safer for you guys. Yeah, if they I mean, can keep it idea. in. The, yeah, if you can keep it in that general area, by all means. Yeah. Come, Tinjong, away! We shall fight together. Once it, does the troll appear right here at all when it uh, runs towards the seal, or 
Yeah, it would be down at the hold below as it's trying to hit that uh, seal. Yeah, once she sees it, and once uh, once she sees it and knows that's far away from the uh, uh, entrance, she will drop concentration on Silent Image and uh, quickly pull out a piece of licorice from her bag, bite it, bite it into it, and uh, throw her hand at uh, Idana, and uh, a. Uh, a Spectral eagle sort of slams into her harmlessly, and she feels a lot faster as haste is cast upon her. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. That, that, that is works. plus three to your AC. You get an extra attack or disengage, or um, you get an extra action essentially. And then you uh, also have advantage on dexterity saving throws. Oh. And your movement speed is doubled. Whoa. Okay. Good That's wonderful. <laughs> Can you post that in chat so I remember all of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll post it in, in chat. Wow, thank you. Yeah, plus your rogue extra attack. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm very excited about that. And that is concentration, so she is holding on to that. Thank God she's out there and out of the troll's reach. Okay, uh, so... Uh... As this is all going down, I imagine you guys have ran down. I'm going to bring mm -hmm. your two token. Oh, I want to do this for a second. Ooh, money, money, money. Yeah, you can. S money. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, what you can yeah. clearly see down in the hold. Uh, that is where the troll is, I guess, technically, or like that. Um, but for sake of this, I'm going to do that right now. So you can see at yeah. least where it's at, but I only want to operate with one token. If that's cool. Yeah, All right. Yeah. That's uh, fair. You guys come down. Uh, I will say, uh, let's roll for initiative. Augers. Do we get like a surprise round on this too? Oh, yeah, I guess with uh, the element of surprise on this, uh, we'll go through a surprise round, absolutely. Cool. Where's oh, that 20, baby! Oh, turn order? Uh, the, uh, the turn tracker? Yeah, oh, sorry, tracker one second. Hoggers. Okay, uh, Tinjung, I stroll. All right, uh, options descending. Let's get into this. All right, Idana, you rolled a 25. We got a surprise round, so I'll just go through this turn mm -hmm. order super quick. Idana, what are you doing as okay, you ran down am, the stairs? Yeah, I am sprinting past Abreus and just. Coming up on this thing, I'm going to come behind it so Abreus can have some sort of advantage when it comes to his turn. And I am going to draw out my rapier and just start swinging at this thing. 
Love it. So yeah, you run by past this thing, and as you're getting ready to swing your rapier, this it's confused on what it. Yeah, just really confused on the uh, surprise of seeing you instead of a seal and getting lured away, not really understanding uh, why you are where you are. Uh, go ahead and hit it. Okay, so let's see. There's one hit. Fifteen? Uh, does not hit. Oh, man. Okay. Ah, beans. Does okay. not hit. <laughs> okay. So, oh, a 15 so and a 12 do not hit, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Um, and then with that... Do I need to be directly behind it, or can I step away five feet in order for there to be flanking? Uh, I you... assume I have to be right on it. Yeah. You have to be okay. five feet next to it to get flanking. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I am going to be staying right where I am then. As dinky as that is, but I am giving Abreus that advantage because he can probably hit a lot harder than I can. Okay. Perfect, Idana. So that brings us to a veil with a 20. Yeah, she will quickly produce a uh, a small diamond from her uh, component pouch and summon a moat of flame and uh, toss it at the troll casting chromatic orb. Okay. Or, oh no, that's 14. Oh, does it hit? It does? Oh, it does yes. not. Does not hit. Oh, does not. Okay, darn. We are not rolling good game. <laughs> um, that is my turn. All right, Bill. Uh, we'll skip the ice troll who had a 19 Morthus with a 14. Well,. I bet you can't guess what I'm going to do, but it starts I'll with an Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. No. Miss. Yep. A, and 22. a 22 hits. There we go. First damage, first blood, seven force. All right, perfect. Is it... Do you have Agonizing Blast? Oh, yeah, I do. Sorry. Uh, 12 damage. Thank you for reminding me. 12 damage. Okay, 12. Perfect. Boom. Nice. So yeah, that Eldritch Blast hits for 12 as uh, well, hold on. Okay. Alright, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, so it, it gets hit. And uh, anything else from Morthus? Nope. I'm going to wave at the troll. Okay. Tinjung is, <laughs> is uh, up next with an 8 uh, as Tinjung runs and too big to fit down the stairs is going to run and jump down the hold, uh, I guess, right here as best as they can. Yeah, that's it. And they're going to do a... There's so many cool things they can do. All right. Uh, two hand. Oh, my gosh. Tinjung with a 21 with it uh, using their spears. They take it out. Uh, hits this ice troll. 
uh, for apparently no damage. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Why is that not giving me... Where is two-hand? Okay, 17. Ooh, I see. All right. Um, and now Abreus with the six. Yep, bring up the rear. Abreus uh, goes, uh, just like reaches out and his eyes glow a little bit silver for a moment. And then you see silver strands reach out and wrap around the ice troll. And uh, he does Hexblade's curse with his bonus action. Okay. So it is now cursed, and so now I add three necrotic to all of my attacks, and now I attack with advantage, and I attack twice, hooray, because I'm finally level five at Paladin. Yeah! Boom. 27. Yes, hits. And that's a 19, so that's actually a crit because of Hexblade's curse. Oh! <laughs> so that's 13 plus another d6. Okay, so hit that's it. 19. Oh, plus my, uh, so that's 16. Uh, that's, uh, sorry, 18 just from the crit, and I'm going to smite it once with the first level spell slot that's doubled because of the crit. So that's 4d8. That's not 20. Oh. So, so that's... 38? Uh, 18, 38. And I attack again. Boom. That's a miss this time, but it's okay with that 38 damage. Good grief with the 38. Nice. I love it. Alright, good job. I love Paladin. And I enter. And I, I just... I just taunt it to try to get its attention on me instead of on Donna. Oh, wait, never mind. I was going to say you have advantage, but that is advantage. No, I rolled an 11 and <laughs> yep. 3 and a 2. Yep. All right. It's okay. The sweet crit made up for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Back to the top of the turn order with the 25, Idana. Okay, let's see if I can get a hit on this thing. There's one, a 23. Good deal. You can crit fish. Yeah, you have advantage. Oh, okay. That's it. So 23. Here's my first hit. So 11 plus 14 for the sneak attack. Okay. And then I will go again. 19. Does 19 hit? It does. Okay, let me see if I get a crit on that one. Nope, okay, 19. And then this one does not get the sneak attack, correct? Uh um, Yes. Okay. Yes. Once once per turn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and then another eight piercing damage. Um, eight. And I will hold my ground. Okay. Good job. Very, very good, Idana. Uh... And that brings us to you, Vale, with the 20. Yeah, she will whistle for her owl to fly down there and fly by the uh, troll, giving her uh, advantage on this spell attack. Ooh. And this is the help action. And she will cast a second level, you know, once again, producing Mota Flame, casting a second level chromatic orb. Uh, advantage roll. Ooh, 18 to hit. Oh, yes, it does. Cool, and then it's fire damage. Ooh, not as good. 16. Okay, 16, great. And 
That is her turn. Alright, perfect. Uh, this ice troll is... Oh, you did the 38, so it's going to turn to you, Abreus. Uh, and it's going... Oops, wrong character sheet. It's going to attack first with a bite. Uh, a 16, I imagine, does not hit. No. I, I have a 22 right now. <laughs> oh, good grief, yeah. Oh my gosh, and then another 16, Abreus. Uh, this thing is probably not long for another round as it just tries to bite and then claw and you're just par- you're just able to sh- just guard your way through this like it's like it's just child's play. You've rehearsed it so many mornings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that brings us to you, Morthis. Well, um, out of character is something that I usually don't do, but I'm gonna do this time is Eldritch Blast. Uh, 22 to hit <laughs> and a 13 which misses yes. so the 22 is 12 force damage lovely and then I will uh, you know hang out a beer and you know, pick my nose I don't know something yeah perfect so uh, as you go through um, and hit this troll it falls to one knee and tries to stand up but is unable to uh without a little bit of effort first as it gets back up uh almost down uh that brings us to our buddy tinjung who's going to do the same thing a 15 does not hit so sad so sad all right abreus all right abreus now is gonna attack three times because he has his bonus action back so at advantage that's a 27 and that's another crit Oh my gosh! Do your damage for this crit. So that's a 12 plus another d6, so that's 18. Oh my gosh. Uh, How do you want to do this? (laughs) That was quick. Um, I kind of just look at Tin Jong and I go, Tin Jong, you and me together. And as Tin Jong tries to spear on one side, I just like mirror such that he like falls and I just push my spear right through his like back as Tinjong distracts him. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. As you go through, yeah, you, you push your spear right through the back and you impale them as they fall to the ground. You are officially out of initiative. <laughs> you guys awesome. made quick work of that um, one. Yeah, Vel will quickly throw a firebolt at the remains of the troll to keep it from coming back. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, then, how deep is is the fall because she could just jump down yeah i would say uh you could get down with the dc 12 athletics without taking any fall damage just just it's just dropping down towards the hold so it's no more than 10 feet at most i'll give it a a try yeah no she falls flat on her butt (laughs) tries to jump down and falls on her butt can i try to catch hell when she comes down (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know what for all yeah by all means you can see her doing it see if you're do me a competing athletics we'll say 15 to see if you can catch her yes hey! is coming in clutch once again so yeah you see Vil as they lose their footing on the ice about to fall down and just oh, lose no, it no. all oh. <laughs> uh, oh no oh, oh you caught me 
All good. And I hand I hand over to you, Donner. <laughs> there you go. I think I'll be taking the stairs down. <laughs> oh, more than, don't worry. I, I'll I'll catch you. Wink. God. There you go, Morthus. You can come down. Let me see. Uh, where's my? Get rid of this. Get rid of this. Get rid of this. Uh, rid of this what... And let can me I tell make... you what you see in here. What's up? Yeah. Also, can I make a Arcana check to see if any part of this troll is useful? Yeah. Hoggers. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, me nineteen. Nineteen Arcana. I mean, I feel like I know, I know what the heart does. Yeah, I was gonna say the ice troll heart's really the only thing that stands out. So if you want to harvest yeah. that, by all means. Yeah, she will uh, take off her gloves, roll up her sleeves, and turn away as she digs her hands into the remains of the troll and pulls out the heart. Awesome. It's um, it's you know hard, solid crystalline and uh um it's frozen essentially yeah and she says okay that was gross but this is very useful and she will tuck <laughs> it into her bag uh oh yes uh to answer your question uh it is ready uh and yes that is perfect uh yeah you can clearly uh go through and uh put this away in your bag uh you know it's definitely not the greatest smelling thing but uh you know it's a very yeah. useful thing uh if we put put it together with the good berries and the seal <laughs> perfect did okay. I miss? Uh, oh, Vel just reached into the, the body of this troll and pulled out its heart because it's useful. Oh, cool. Okay. Man, my Discord is struggling tonight. Sorry about that. All right. So okay. as you guys are here, you see that the ship's hold contains heaps, uh, or excuse me, heaps of snow and four tied down jolly boats covered with rime in the forward starboard corner rests a large pile of treasure covered with ice standing next to the horde frozen with its maw open in a roar is a white feline creature sheathed in ice uh you guys can recognize it as one of those many lovely crag cats that you've killed i just kick it because i do not like crag cats <laughs> okay uh roll me a strength check to knock it over Okay. This is not that strong, but you will try. Oh, you okay, so, yeah. Are you just, like, kicking it? You're not trying to, like, kick it to knock it over or anything? You're just kicking it because you don't like it? No, I'm kicking it because I do not like it. Okay. okay, fair enough, then. I'll uh, I'll redrag that. You won't have to worry about kicking I thought you meant, like, you're kicking it over. Like, I hate you, ugly thing. Okay, no, that works. So, yeah, you can kick it more. Than, more and, uh, yeah, um... Yeah, you kick it and nothing really happens. <laughs> Just get your frustrations out. Is this the only uh, place in the hold? Are there other parts of the ship you down at? Uh, yes, there's a few different parts. I mean, there's a door right over here and then the big door that the creature was trying to get, get through. Um, so, where's the rum gone? Uh, good question. DM, where's the rum? 
Uh, that you would know that to be past this door and probably stored in either the kitchen, which is behind it, or the storage room of the kitchen, which is located behind that. Uh, I think at the very is that the aft the or starboard? No, sorry, I my ship terms are uh, mixed around at the front of the ship. Uh, the room should just be through this door right here, and Adana will point forwards. Um, that is fantastic. Vel, I don't suppose you have some kind of uh, fire spell? Um, um, yeah, no, I have a few. Because I just, oh, I just I happened to notice this uh, giant pile of fucking gold on the ground. Yeah, no. Uh, wait, is the gold is the gold all frozen? Yeah, it's under some ice, but uh, okay. it's definitely um, shining at you. There's lots of cool oh, things there. I misunderstood. I, I thought you, I thought you meant it was like it was frozen over. Yeah, it is. Like uh, there's like levels of ice built on it, like an ice storm. Like almost, I would say, like gosh, uh, three inches, three to four inches thick of ice well, over the well, treasure mound. Yeah. Why don't you guys go get the rum? I. Can this up with shape water and melt it. Yes. It'll take um, some time. I can, I can uh, sit here with you and help shoot some Eldritch Blast to try and like fragment it up and maybe make uh, it smaller pieces. Don't, we don't know what... Don't hit the treasure, please. Tinjung looks at you, uh, Morthus, uh, as realizing that you're talking about the treasure yeah, and uh, Tinjung says no, no treasure. Why not Tinjung? Well, yours. Arbitrus. Oh, so if we oh. take Arbitrus, will come for us. Um. So, but if we did want the treasure, I if I plant the heart of the troll in the snow. Within ten minutes, it would melt and create a blizzard that lasts for eight hours, and that could possibly mask our escape. Or we could just leave it here and not worry about a dragon coming for vengeance. I think it behooves us to. I don't know, Vel. You can cast the tech magic, right? Um. um yeah. Know. Does any items of note that's worth us risking our neck? Um, uh, sure. Uh, she will take ten minutes to ritual cast uh, detect magic while they go raid the rum cabinet. Awesome. I'm gonna look for rum. Rum. I'm gonna go in. Well, right. guide Abreus towards the rum. All right, I'm heading in. All right. Uh, hopefully, it'll let you step in here. Okay, oh, so you see the cabin has been thoroughly ransacked. Dishes are strewn across the floor, and a galley table in the middle of the room has pots and ladles hanging above it. Tied to a low cupboard against the starboard wall is a thin goat. It lifts its head and belts at... Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It, yeah, ah, that's you. Uh, <laughs> shuffling towards you until its rope grows uh, real tight, stopping its advance. Do I recognize this goat? No, you have no idea why a goat would be here. Uh... Ah. 
Bad. Exactly. <laughs> you look potentially bad. Could be. Uh, or it could just be a goat that's very skinny. I, I guess uh, I'll take the risk. I head up and see what the goat does. Does it try to attack me? No. No, in fact, the goat just tries to, like, nod its rope. I uh, I take out, like, a little piece of, like, hardtack and I just offer it to the goat. Oh, yeah, the goat eats it. Okay. Can I get closer to the goat and see... Hmm, I have an idea. Uh, goat, can you blink twice if you understand me? Uh, it looks at you in the eyes for a solid three seconds and you can almost feel like it's gonna blink and then it just goes (laughs) well it was an idea (laughs) um Abreus, what do we want to do with this goat? You do notice that behind the goat is definitely the door to the next room, though. Uh-huh. It, so where the rum is. tied to... Where is it tied to? Just, uh... Just kind of off to the side a little bit uh, on the uh, broken uh, wood that is... Uh, well, I guess the door frame. A little bit to the side of the door frame, kind of by like what you would imagine the a cabinet or something that that would flush up against the door frame. Excuse me, door frame. Uh, can we push by it? Oh yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. You have you have more than enough room to like just get up and move the goat around. Should you just want to go through the door? It just happens to be in the way of the door. Okay, I suggest we just make our way past the down, and then once we get the run, we can decide what to do with this uh, goat. Um, I'm also okay if you want to free it now. I'm just wondering if something might happen if we move the goat, though. Like, if it's tied up there and something will alarm something? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too hard about this, but we are in a dragon's lair. We are. Maybe the goat is a sacrifice or food, but I have I mean, no idea. Me. Can I at least go listen at the door and see if I listen, hear anything? Yeah, uh, make me a perception check. Yeah, I'm not the one who should be doing that, but I <laughs> I'll just do it. Ten. Yeah, ten. You don't really hear anything behind the door. I mean, the Can goat's I... pretty annoyingly loud. <laughs> Can I try and push him out of the way and say, here, Abreus, let me try. Okay. I'll let you down and try. Yeah. I know when I'm beat. <laughs> 12, but my passive is 19. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, it's the same thing. You know that it's pretty silent on the other side. There doesn't sound to be anything really in the way. And you both saw that on the door. It, you can see that there's a key that seemed to be jammed into the lock. Can I pull the key out of the lock? Uh, 
I mean, it's jammed in there, so uh, with the, I don't know. I mean, yeah, with the, what, I guess, sleight of hand, you could try to get it out. Or you could just, yeah. Try. Seven. (laughs) That key is not moving. No, it is not, but you notice that... Uh, as you're fiddling with it, the door seems to almost open to for you. Mm. Okay. Can I see in the door a little? Uh, you can just see kind of some shadows. It's not very open to you. Uh, as much as like you could tell that it was going to uh, open up should you give it enough of a turn. Uh, give it a good enough jiggle in the right way. You could probably get that thing to open up for you. Abreus, do you think it's silly that I'm so nervous about this door and this goat? No, I do not think you're silly. I, I After seeing owls chasing you and blue eyes and uh, anything could happen. Uh, but I, I, I suppose we're, we need to get in better me than you at this point. So let me let me go in. Right. So I, I uh, kind of opened the door and, and pushed my way in. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so you open yours. You kind of just push the goat out of the way, get in there, get a handle on the door. You push yourself right in, uh, and you see that the cabin is empty, except for a smash wooden crate laying on the frost covered floor. You see two bottles corked. The rest uh, have been broken. Can I tell by what? Uh, tipped over. Okay. Uh, tried to ransack. You could tell that some people probably tried to get in here and raid as much as they could. Uh, actually, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, I just read this. Give me a perception of Brace. Boy. Oh, uh, do you read Elvish by chance? Uh, uh, let me check my languages. I, I do if you don't. I don't. Darn, darn, darn. Okay, give me, give me a perception. Okay. 15? Not bad for me. Yeah, that's perfect, Brez. You see uh, an Elvish script uh, that seems to be kind of... Uh, uh, rolled up and t- uh, set by a bottle. Uh, not necessarily set as much as it just happens to be by a bottle on the floor. I, I call for, I call, Idana, I think I, it's safe. There's something in Elvish here. Uh, perhaps you could take a look at it. Okay, sure. I will push past the goat and come in. All right, and so as you push in, you see the same thing. It's pretty much empty. You see the smashed wooden crate. You see a handful of broken bottles. You see a couple of the ones that are corked that are not broken. You see this uh, little rolled-up piece of paper on there with some, looks like some elvish script all on it. Uh, would you like to read it? Yes, please. Uh, so, yes, yes, you look at it. You can see that it says the best rum for your friends at One-Eyed Jack's. Does that mean anything to me at all? 
Yes, you know that there is a tavern in Ten Towns uh, that is called One-Eyed Jacks. Okay. I'm trying to remember what town it's in. Fuck One-Eyed Jack. <laughs> he stole our money. Either that or he came and destroyed it and said his is better. Oh, that was out of character. Sorry. <laughs> ah. My point still stands. Yeah. <laughs> also, that goat was our chair, our critical role chair. <laughs> or our door. Our door, yeah. Harry. <laughs> Uh, is this the rum we came for? Uh, well, whatever's left of it, yeah. Oh. Only two bottles, eh? Seems so. This is pitiful. There used to be so much rum on this ship. Well, let's get that and look elsewhere, perhaps. Should we go uh, back up past the goat? Yeah, let's see if we might be able to find some more. Head back out to where oh. Bell is. Would I know if there's any like hidden panels or anything in the kitchen where stuff could be like hidden by the cook? Yeah, I would say you could check around at a couple of panels. Uh, the most li likely place for anything else to be would probably be the captain's quarters, just because mm -hmm. you know they were the last ones supposedly on the ship. So mm -hmm. that might be another option as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start feeling around in the room with an investigation check, see if I can yeah, absolutely. find any hidey holes. Nineteen! Yeah, so you go through, you find a couple cabinets that have some uh, rotted fruits and meats and stuff that have dried, but no bottles. Bummer. I will leave the room. Yeah, and while they were doing that might uh detect magic would have gone off is yes. there anything magical in this pile yes <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> like uh, just a few things a lot of things one two, he's counting guys there's a few yeah there's a handful there's oh there's gosh. a lot uh, there's okay. at least i don't want to say that I don't want to say that. There's, yeah, there's a, I, enough for me to have to scroll. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. After, like, after she casts uh, Detect Magic, she's sitting there calculating for a bit, and then her jaw just kind of dro drops. Oh, goodness, we're going to be so rich. Um, and uh, she calls, okay, you guys. So... We might want... There's a lot of magic items in here, and I... It's very tempting. I mean... We do need I'd, to get more powerful to fight Oriel. Indeed, and I mean, if we do take these powerful items from this dragon, we can use them against the dragon. Yes. Or, or hide from the dragon, depending on what our choices are. Indeed. My thought exactly. And also, DM, how thick is the layer of ice and how many, because it's one, two, three, four, so six times 
steps five is 30. Uh, but because it takes five feet, I can warm up five feet of ice uh, in six seconds. I think it takes a minute, actually. Let me see. Uh, full spells. I think he Shape said that it was like three or four inches yeah. thick. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. not that much. Okay. okay, yeah. So it would only take, it would take literally less than a minute for her to melt all of the ice uh, <laughs> if she goes over and does it square by square. Uh, so she'll say, okay, so here's the deal. Um, I'm going to melt all this ice. It'll take less than a minute. I am going to hand this heart to someone. Um, and after we, you know, after we're mostly done stealing as much as we can, um, you, whoever has the heart is going to go outside and bury it in the snow, and then we have ten minutes to get the fuck out of here, um, and make our way. Hey! Can, can I make a, a suggestion real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I don't know that much about um, ice dragons, but I would imagine that they probably aren't too hindered by, you know, the snow or ice or wind. Well, um, this is mostly to cover our tracks and our scent. Okay, so I guess my, my suggestion, like, that I was kind of going for was that maybe we don't do it immediately. Like, we give ourselves a little bit of Oh yeah, no. Away. That's that... that's fine. I mean, now I've got some pretty nifty boots that let me fly. I could probably bury it while you guys get a ways away, and then I won't leave any tracks. That also works. And uh, she's going to point at Oliver. Okay, Oliver, you fly up there. Uh, you fly up out of the um. A ship, and you just stay up there. And if you see the dragon, either hoot or come back to me and let me know. And then the owl will hoot softly at her and fly up to keep a lookout for Arbitrus. Um, okay. And out of character, Donna wanted to go look for the look in the captain's quarters, mm -hmm. right? Perfect. Okay, so I am going to stop this. And then she'll uh, take, you know, about a minute to warm all the water, all the ice, and have it melt off the treasure. Okay. Um, so, it, yeah, it starts to melt off rather quickly uh, as you're uh, noticing that Tinjung is not very happy with the group decision, and they start to climb their way out and say no. No treasure. Okay, that's fair. I guess, but oh my god, I am so broke right now. <laughs> so I'm going so I'm going to remove Tin Jung uh from this real quick as Tin Jung climbs up and starts to head out and uh, do their thing. Uh, so for the first uh, little chunk that starts to thaw out, I gotta scroll back up. Uh, you get seventy two gold pieces 181 Ooh. silver 352 copper and two pearls worth 100 gold pieces each i'm gonna copy and paste oh thank you 
Uh, who's who's tracking all of this? Or uh, uh, he's putting in chat rest. Okay. So, so yeah, hopefully, yeah, between all of you guys can go through that. So you start to notice that as that first layer starts to go through, you see that, and then you see something else kind of interesting catch your eye, Vil. The very first uh -huh. of the magic items, a bag of tricks. Ooh, what's it look like? Um, I think it is a gray bag of tricks. Give me one second. Oh, spicy. Oh, that's good for bait. Yeah, it's a gray bag of tricks here. Oh, boy. Ooh. Nice, nice. Um, and then... As, yeah, go ahead. As she's thawing it, she'll point to the bag of tricks and say, Okay, that's magic. Someone pick it up. I, <laughs> I pick it up and uh, toss it to Morthus. Morthus, this, fits you. this seems to fit you really well. Uh, I have no idea what a gray bag of tricks is. It lets you be like a, 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 a lets you be a discount summoner and reach your hand in and like pull out a random animal, and it's like you're, you're it's like you're playing Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> it's really interesting. It's kind of silly, I guess, but it's uh, it's kind of cool. I like it. Uh, okay, so as uh, do you want me to keep going with the treasure? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so as you start to melt down some more, you see some small art objects and gems lie under the second layer of ice. Uh, the car oh. uh, You find... Oh, yeah, isn't that cool? Sorry, I'm reading all the gray bag of tricks, the D8 rule yeah. that you can get out. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. Uh, cool. You find nine tattered pieces of indigo fabric lined with gold thread, 25 gold pieces each. Three pieces of quartz, 50 gold pieces each. A single aquamarine cracked down the center, 20, uh, 250 gold pieces. Uh, and a scrimshaw figurine of an archer etched with magical script. Uh, oh, that's cool. I don't know if I want to tell you exactly that right now, so I'll just... We can figure that out with Identify. Yeah, I'm yeah you can just describe what it that... physically looks like, and then... So that is what I just read. It's a yeah, figurine etched with an archer oh, okay, and magical cool. script. Yeah, we can identify that later. She'll point to the archer and say, okay, that's magical. All right. I pick it up. And then yeah. as it keeps melting down, <laughs> you get to the third layer that's kind of opened up even more as you get 221 gold pieces, a foot-tall statuette of a griffin with gold inlay worth 250 gold pieces, a black pearl worth 500 gold pieces, a perio peridot? Peridot. Peridot, yeah. Yeah covered in the shape of a leaf worth 300 gold pieces a drift globe and a quiver of a alhona i'll put that in chat so you can see here it's the last one a quiver of oh, e h l o n n a alona alona nice and drift gloves are spicy too so the drift glove and the quiver are magic, right? Yes. Yeah, she'll she'll point to those. Um, 
so this is what the quiver of Alona does. Um, and or we can identify it. Oh yeah, I guess Ooh. yeah. Ooh, fancy. I won't look at what it does though. I will just yeah. I guess it. yeah. We could do the uh, identify, but yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> the the next chunk that kind of melts away. Uh, you see some uh, the ice shields from some of the biggest and heaviest items of the treasure from the dragon's value. You see a three-foot diameter ceremonial bronze bowl uh, with inlaid carnelians worth a thousand gold pieces, seven garnets, a hundred gold pieces each, a suit of mithril armor, chainmail, a oh. near-perfect, uh, yeah, near-perfect replica. Of the wand of Orcus. Oh, oh. I feel quickly. Wait, does that does that have a magic aura? Uh huh. She quickly picks down and picks that up, reaches down and grabs that. Okay. And she'll also point down out the other magic items. I will grab the mithril. Yeah. And also say that bowl's worth a lot, like a stupid amount. <laughs> oh, that bowl looks heavy, but I guess we should take it. And that we can probably is... use that to carry some of this treasure too. <laughs> and that is what is uh, thought and out. That's all we find, right? Yep. Not that. It's... Oh no, that's all. <laughs> okay, she'll think. Okay, so how much of all this treasure do you want to steal? Do you want to be super murdered by the dragon leader or just a little murdered? Because my opinion is that we're in for a penny, in for a pound. I really like you right now, Vel, because I am 100% <laughs> with you. I have a feeling that even if we take one item, the dragon's going to notice us and chase after us, so... Okay, that's true. And Vel will take off her backpack, plop it down, and start shoveling stuff into it. Same Zs. <laughs> Likewise, <laughs> but only so a little fun. bit. A I will. Uh... It was it was a, it was an honor to journey with each of you, and then he does the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we can Marcus, split. I guess back. after a game, we can discuss how much this we're gonna split this all up. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Wonderful. Yeah. How long would you say it takes for us to clear everything out? I guess. Uh, gosh, I will say, I'll do a d4, so I'd say about three hours, which is perfect for me to roll what I need to roll. Three oh, hours? no. I think... That's oh, a long I, time. I think maybe we would probably, after the first hour, maybe, grab yeah. the big things and then shovel as much gold as we can. Gold, jewels, and yeah, whatever is yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. Fair enough. All right, so yeah, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, if, yeah, we can we can change it and expedite it a little bit so it's not three hours. Um, yeah, no, that's a long time, and we don't yeah, we're, yeah. all of that. Yeah, Just we're worried that it could come back at any minute. So, yeah, so I would say yeah, I would say to get all the stuff. Yeah, an hour sounds good. Uh, which I still need to. I definitely okay. Fair enough. Fair would like enough. to try and get to the captain's quarters. Okay. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what would you guys like to do? You've uh, spent the past hour just getting what you needed, gathering things up. Um, it would, yeah. You're, are you going to just head up to the head upstairs towards the captain's quarters where you would know that would be? Um, anyone doing any other exploring? Well, we'll follow uh, Idana to the captain's quarters. Can I first try and actually? Would I know what's behind this door that Abreus is in front of? Uh, you would know that there would be a hold back there, but that has been, you can clearly see, reinforced to keep things out, uh, such as a giant ice troll. Does it have a lock? Uh, but not a, well... Give me one second here. Because I don't get to do this very often, and I want to try and pick a lock. I. Uh, it does. <laughs> yeah, we'll say it has a lock on it. It does have a lock on it? Yeah. Okay, let me see. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, where did I read that? I don't remember what I need to roll to pick a lock, but I know I add my proficiency bonus it, to it. Yeah, you Should roll be. dexterity plus proficiency. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Unless you have expertise and dexterity plus twice your proficiency. I don't think I have expertise. So just a dex check. Yes. Plus proficiency. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna try and pick whatever lock is on that big old door. Okay. And that'll be plus three to whatever this is. Ah, not getting in. <laughs> <laughs> that is seven. Yeah. No. Do her thieves tools break, or can she try again? Um, My thieves tools better not break. No, I don't think they break, but you do notice some more uh, with your passive 19 perception. You mm -hmm. notice uh, you can hear a lot of movement behind that door. Oh. Oh. Uh, there's something behind here, and what? Locked in there, so I can only assume that it is not alive. Okay, so we avoid that place then. Yeah, should we kind of just get out of, get out of here? Yeah, I'm um, going to try heading towards the captain's quarters. Okay, fantastic. Can you ping that on the map again? Yes, uh, that would be... Or at least bring us there. Yeah, absolutely. Let me bring you up here. Well, whose else is going up to the captain's quarters? I will. Yeah, I figure we're all getting out of the hold, right? At least. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because... Okay, so you should let me make sure that I say the right room here. It should be this one right below you. This door here. Right here. Yep. Okay. Is the door locked and can I hear anything behind it? You don't hear 
a single thing behind it with your passive. Okay. Uh, the door is not locked. Can I check the door to make sure it's not trapped? Uh, yes, you may. Uh, you can roll investigation. I've got good stuff with that. Hey, oh, yeah, 24, man. baby. Yeah, you know that uh, old Captain Blue Moon may have had something uh, set up, but it doesn't look like it's been. Uh, it looks like it's been previously triggered, whatever he trap he had set from being ransacked before. Um, then yeah, I'll just open the door. Okay. And head in. Perfect. also Yeah, so you step in, and you see the aft castle is taken up by one spacious cabin. Frost covers every surface and furnishing. You see that a human corpse is slumped against the port side wall. Its left arms draped over draped across part of a heavy chest that's tucked in an alcove under a suitcase. The skeleton wears a jacket and a wide-brimmed hat that hides most of its skull. Under its right arm is a captain's journal. The floor is strewn with empty wine bottles. You do see another cask that looks like the one that was in the rum storage room. Unbroken and unopened. Ooh. Entire cask of rum. Not just nice. a bottle. Okay. As well as uh, a chest and a suitcase and a journal and we need the hat for the little boy at the stable. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good point, Adana. If we are still alive when we get there. Yeah. Okay, so um, just grab these things and run really fast. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll head towards the captain. Where can you ping where the captain would be? Uh, Am I right up on his body? Yeah, I would say like if he's up against the wall, he would probably be more or less over here by kind of the bed. Okay. Um, I will grab the hat off his head. Okay. Put it on mine. Okay. Okay. Easiest place to put it without having to carry it. I'll grab his journal. And I'll first go for the suitcase. So that is the easier of the two. Is the suitcase like locked or anything? Is it large, small? Uh the the chest Oh, okay, there is no suitcase. Okay. There a is suitcase. no suitcase. Yeah, not a no suitcase a chest, I'm sorry. Okay. Um I will check the chest then. Is it Yeah, locked I'm or sorry. Unlocked? It is uh yeah, a heavy chest, not a suitcase. And it okay. is uh locked uh frozen shut. Frozen shut. Okay. Um so, frozen shut, not locked. Yes. Okay. Uh, Vel, do you want to do the honors of opening this? Um, yeah, no, sure. And she'll approach it and quickly melt the uh, 
melt the seams so that way it's, it opens. Wonderful. Uh, how long does that take, just so I know? It's six seconds. So oh, action. man, that's quick. Okay, yeah, perfect. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you're able to melt it down just like the others opens up for you. And uh, one side, you see a bunch of empty... Or you see it empty except for a dozen wine-stained corks. Uh, on the other side, you see 150 gold pieces. Okay. 520 silver pieces. Small gold bracelet worth 25 gold pieces. A large gold bracelet worth 250 uh, gold pieces. And another... Uh, what do you call it? Um, oh shit, sorry, roll 20, I accidentally just hit a back button and roll 20's reloading. Uh, but come on, load up character, or not character sheet, uh, thing. Give me one second, guys. This will be cut out, uh, or no, this is a good time for you guys to know. Come follow us on Twitter, uh, at the CritCast Podcast. We're on Instagram, the CritCast Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, send us an email at CritCastPodcast at gmail.com. This is a shameless plug as I wait for uh, this to load back up. And... Uh, we're waiting and waiting and we'll just I'll I'll just put it in chat once this uh, arrives up I don't want to stall too long uh, so um, yeah and uh, anything else you're grabbing from this room definitely all the gold that's in there yeah, um, can you uh, type that in chat yes I Once can it's available anyways absolutely um, is there anything else of interest in in this room like maybe underneath the bed or whatever's in this corner over here um yeah roll me a perception check <laughs> okay uh, i think we're losing you now Tanner. okay sorry there we go uh is this better there you go yeah you're good okay everything's loading back up for me here so i think i just had good. a quick little spat here so uh let me the other side contains this. Okay. And then um, you wanted to check that. Uh, you wanted to check this here. Yeah, whatever was over there, and then if there's maybe anything underneath the bed. This right here would be the uh, cask, uh, the same thing that you would have seen uh, down below with the rum storage. Okay. Sorry. Uh, the, you can check okay, underneath so the bed. The uh, nothing really uh, pops up. Okay. Um, is there anything in the captain's pockets? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. Um, Seeing if there's maybe a key for that door down there. Yes, as you're checking, give me a uh, investigation check as you're checking his body. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah, so Little you see grab. in the captain's inside jacket pocket, uh, you find a key 
in the form of a rat's skull. Ow. Should we try to go down and figure out what's behind that door, or should we uh, head out of here? Mm. Uh, actually, who's outside right now? Uh, my owl is still flying above. Okay, your owl's freaking out. Oh, okay. Vel stiffens us. Oh, guys, we have to leave now. Something's Let's coming. Let's go. Come back. And, yeah. Vel will fucking run. We grab the cask of rum, right? Yeah, we'll grab the cask of rum. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, as you guys are all ditching out, you can all clearly see that up above is a circling dragon. A very large, ominous shadow seems to kind of be projected out, despite the lack of light that is kind of going on. Uh, you're able to... Uh, I mean, I assume the owl would have warned us as soon as it saw it on the horizon and yeah. would have gotten out and ran. Yeah. And I would have buried the heart. I would, uh... Yeah, so... You get out. I... Are you burying the heart now? Yeah, it takes ten minutes to melt in some of these, uh... The, uh, the storm. The storm. Okay. So a storm will just happen in ten minutes, and the dragon won't know why. Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay. So, as you're uh, digging in furiously, uh, you can clearly see the dragon settling down, getting ready to come and check on its horde. Cool. It comes. Cool. Uh, where are you digging the heart at? Um, I don't know. I need to be. I mean, I would assume outside in the snow. Okay. Was the, yeah. I didn't know. Would you like how far away from the ship would you want to run to bury the heart? Um, far enough away that I'm not going to be like super easily spotted by the dragon but like close enough that it will cover any of our tracks near the ship as well as going away from the ship because i mean it is a blizzard so it should be fairly large so no more light, than concentrated so no more than like what 30 feet 60 feet i'm just trying to um, think in movements yeah i mean I probably would have gone outside to bury this heart as soon as the owl started freaking out. Um, before the dragon would have landed. Way before the dragon yeah, would yeah. have Basically, landed. Yeah, yeah. Basically, as soon as the owl would spot the dragon coming from the horizon. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. Yeah. That would have been the plan. <laughs> okay. Because I want the dragon to come. I want to play with my toy, but... I know. We don't want to play with that toy. That is a bad toy. We want to run away, which is why Owl was outside. <laughs> okay, um, all right. I'm just going to have to let my toy be. Uh, yeah, your toy you can be let in. be. <laughs> we uh, don't want that toy. <laughs> I will say... We want all our toys we stole from that toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, uh... Yeah, so I'd say you're you're out. You can 
start heading away from the ship enough to be uh, uh, not spotted, I would say what? No more than what? 60 feet out, dig the heart, cover tracks, head to your axe beaks, I imagine, right? Is the next plan. Mm -hmm. Load Mm -hmm. everything up and get the hell out. Yep. Yeah, essentially. And then eventually come back way in the future or whatever and see what's behind that door because boy howdy e donna is it curious <laughs> and um as Bella is running out she's quickly waving your hand in the air and using prestidigitation to place the scent of um trolls instead of uh like a, a like trolls instead of you know their scents. okay all right Everyone, oh, what do I want to? Okay, all right. Uh, so as yeah, so I'll say yeah. As you're able to hop on your axe because you get on them, you're out of there. You hear the dragon freaking out on the horizon as you're clearly going through. You can tell that this creature is fuming as you can hear it take off again and you can see it up in the sky as it's circling about trying to do its patrol um but you get away cool so well, i guess we we live to fight a real another day for now uh, yes no as long as that so that storm lasts for eight hours and hopefully it covers our sense for a while it's uh and it will certainly cover our tracks at least mm-hmm. oh that was exhilarating i've never stolen before you've never oh well you you <laughs> little thing I, I mean my father's a it's the is the god a god of the captain of Neverwinter, so it would look really bad if he if I was caught stealing. I mean, my mother's a very high up priestess, and my father's a very important nobleman. So oh, you know, okay. you just I, I don't have an excuse. Then you just do things. You do things. You have fun. Whatever makes you feel happy, honestly. That's fair. What makes me happy is researching birds and studying magic. And I guess now stealing from dragons. Wonderful. Let's keep going. Where where are we heading to next? Uh, uh, (laughs) Where did they want to buy the uh, wine? Who offered the most? East Haven, right? Uh, who wanted the, uh... Yeah, who's offering, who's paying the most for the wine? Yeah. The rum. The rum, the rum. I thought it was Lonely Wood. It was Lonely Wood. Yeah. It was, I'm pulling up my, uh, notes here for Lonely Wood. Lonely Wood was offering 150 per bottle. So if we have an entire cask, that is thousands of gold. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. Lonelywood is then. Lucky liar. Okay. Oh. Oh. I'm so excited. We get to go to Lonelywood. You guys also got that uh, deed. 
Yeah. For the ramshackled inn in Lonelywood. Mm-hmm. For That's the haunted great. inn. <laughs> what yeah. time of day is it about now? Uh, I will say we're getting close to uh, probably about after some couple hours of travel, I'd put you about 6 o'clock p.m. Okay. Uh, well, at some point, say so. Um, how long did you want to follow us for, uh, Tin Jong? Tin Jong left, didn't he? Yeah, oh, okay. Tin Jong okay. okay. left, left a long okay. time ago. Yeah, she, okay, she left while we started looting. Okay, she didn't she's like smarter than we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then she'll just say, okay, so just so we don't, just for extra insurance, we should probably push it another hour or two, and then, you know, just get some distance just in case, and then maybe rest. I, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, for once, I'm uh, I'm fine with us going uh, all night, even. <laughs> Let's get the fuck away. Uh, yeah. As far as our axe speaks will take us. Patrick, Before here. Fall asleep. Let's go, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick gives you a nice little... Uh cushiony bounce or uh, uh, cushiony uh, pick up as he starts to pick up speed for you know a good 30 seconds and then he's like nah I ain't running I'm, I'm not feeling it today <laughs> I guess that would be more Princess Buttercup than Patrick Princess Buttercup <laughs> is nice more the uh, yeah Princess Buttercup is more the honorary one uh, so yeah you're able to get up a decent travel i'd say with the open um uh not open skies but uh calm weather at least you're able to uh travel up until about nine o'clock and then you can rest we're gonna liamin's tiny hut this yeah vel will take it will you know use her once a day charged to bypass the ritual cast time and uh, create her Leoman's tiny hut. Wonderful. Uh, after a minute, yeah. I'm going to adjust this down and bring y'all over a little bit, I'd say, here. Um, and yeah, so you cast your Leoman's tiny hut. Uh <laughs> You blend in. You got your hack speaks uh, stashed away because they don't go in the tiny hut, right? We've established yeah, that. I... While, yeah. while Bell is doing that, I reach out to Patrick, actually, and I start casting a spell as well, and I'm just muttering divine prayers. Um, and I, I call upon the greater powers bestowed upon me by Kalamavor, Uh to cast this spell and I basically summon I you know if you allow this uh, I basically turn Patrick into my divine steed <laughs> yeah if you want if you want that as your divine steed by all means yeah so Patrick now has intelligence of six and can understand common and serves me as a mount it's oh. awesome way to go, Patrick. You leveled <laughs> up in the world. 
from an East oh, Haven accent. You know, so Patrick's Patrick's feathers now glow a little bit more shiny, and it's got a little bit more cush to his tush, so to speak. God, <laughs> that's great. And, uh, yeah, and it's a little bit more bouncy, which you know, great for me. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Exactly. So now Patrick is a noble steed. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's great. You get Patrick all set up. Uh, you get the tiny tiny hut going um anything specific you guys want to do for the night yeah but we'll say okay so i'm gonna sleep in a bit because i'm going to spend a while identifying all these things and she will... sorry go ahead that is a wonderful idea bill yeah and she will spend 10 minutes at a time identifying the stuff awesome awesome okay First, I'm identifying the rot wand because I want to see. You said it was fake. I want to see how fake. Where did all that stuff go? Ah, uh, yes. Um. So first, the wand of Orcus, right? Yeah. So yeah. So starting with the wand of Orcus, you see that. Uh, it emits green light from the skull at its tip. Uh, and oh you realize that it's fake after yeah. trying to attune to it. Well, uh, I mostly want to figure out what it does, but uh, she's not trying to attune to it. She's just identifying it to get its properties. Yeah, you see that it is a fake object, but it does emit magical light comparable to that of a continual flame spell. Oh, okay. So it's a flashlight. Yeah, it's a flash. It's a glow stick. It's a yeah. glow stick. She looks a little sad, but then she continues on to this Grimshaw. Alright, Scrimshaw. Where did that thing go? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, you see that this figurine... Uh, functions like a spell scroll of remove curse. Oh. Oh, could I copy that into my spell book then? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Bell will say, okay, I'm gonna keep this Finshaw. It's basically a spell scroll, but very fancy. Sweet. Let's see, the other items were what else? The quiver? Of Elona, mm -hmm. Elona, and yeah. dr a drift globe, and the drift globe. Okay, cool. And then you have your bag of tricks. Hoggers. Yeah. Would you like that, Morthus? A bag of tricks for a wonderful trickster. Um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a trickster, um, and I, I don't particularly care for animals. All right. So, then. I mean, if nobody else wants it, it's a magic item, and I'm I'm always happy to take it. But if somebody does want it, uh, I don't want to hold. Uh... Well, you've proven your worth, and you fought alongside us without running, despite being forced by your god. And I feel like you deserve as much treasure as we do. Oh, I do, and believe me, if you were planning <laughs> on holding treasure, then we would have words. Oh, Roll my eyes at him again and resolve to poke him twice as hard the next morning. 
<laughs> I do not need this group patronizing me anymore. I know that our ideals do not necessarily align, but I am not an idiot, and I was here to help, so either kindly accept me my help and keep treat me as part of the group, or, you know, fuck off, and I'll, we'll all just sit quietly and just pretend that I'm not here. I apologize, Morthus. You have proven yourself to be part of the group. I recognize that you and I may not always get along, but I value for what you bring to the party. Thank you. Uh, Doesn't mean I won't poke you in the morning, though, because you need to get up and exercise with me. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you could at least poke him with the butt end of your spear rather than the sharp. That's what I've been doing. Oh. Wait. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, this is kind of neat. She says, tossing the drip lobe up in the air and catching it. So this, it's it can hover around you and follow you, and it essentially it emanates the light spell. However, once a day, you can cast daylight from it. And that's pretty useful. Which can't see at night, or doesn't have, you know, needs light to see. Uh, you're human, right? I believe I'm the only one. Yeah. <laughs> Might be best suited towards you, then. I guess so, unfortunately. I can't see in the dark like all of you wondrous folk. I mean, it is what it is. Oh, I just... Um... I do one thing well, and that's to fight monsters, unfortunately. Nothing unfortunate about that. I'll take the drift club. Um, ten minutes later, she'll poke the quiver and say, Okay, so this is useful, but not really... I don't think any of us can really make use of it, so... It has, like, three compartments, and... One of them can be used to hold a lot of arrows um and then the next one can hold up to like 16 javelins or something about the size of javelins and the longest one can hold up to six long objects like a bow or a quarterstaff or spears um yeah so it's neat so it's for like a fighter kind of person a fighter an archer a ranger you know that kind of person Okay. Or, you know, you don't know if you shot, fought, fought from a distance, which uh, unfortunately you don't. No, I, I kind of enjoy my hands-on thing, as dangerous as it might be sometimes, but, you know, it's fun. Yeah, so, we could maybe hang on to this, and if one of us ends up using it, that's cool. Or we could hate well, next time we're in East Haven, um, Bryn Shander is the biggest town, right? Yes, it is. Uh, next time we're in Bryn Shander, we can see if there's a shop that takes such items. I'm not sure this far north, but it's worth a shot. And then, of course, there's all of that, and she gestures to the pile of treasure. 
God, we are rich. You know, I've realized something. This very shiny, very pretty, not noisy armor is a little too heavy for me to wear. Does any of you want it? It's kind of a heavier armor, but you won't be noisy with it on. You'll be quiet, like I am. Um, I cannot wear armor. I am, you know, I have noodle arms. So I might have to pass. Unfortunately, I, uh, I have heavier, I can wear the armor, but I already have armor that is perhaps a little bit better at protecting me than that. Uh, and I do have armor waiting for, for me back at Bryn Chander that I would love to pick up. Can you wear heavy armor? Oh, the armor is... No, 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 no. Hmm. Perhaps we could barter it for things that may be more useful for you, Donna. Like a magic yeah. maybe. I mean, maybe. That would be kind of nice. Something to protect me. Or a nice dagger, since my other one was not nice and exploded. Yeah, and kind of evil. Very evil. Very, very, very evil. <laughs> also, out of character, your armor is waiting for you at East Haven. Because uh, that's where we were when uh, you bought the, when you commissioned it, and that's where we also went to do some snooping on the, uh, what was it? The, uh, the cult. Yeah, the cult, the, yes. That's the Black Swords. Oh, uh, yeah. Alrighty, well, <clears throat> let's head to bed, see what we can maybe do in the morning, and continue on somewhere safer. Yeah. Val will put, uh, uh, you know, put down her sleeping, sleeping bag next to, well, close to a daughter, and say goodnight to both of her birds. Wonderful. So, um, table talk here, I just was running the numbers while we're doing all that. Mm -hmm. um, if we were to sell all the miscellaneous treasure, it'd be 812 gold and five silver per person. And then just from the gold that we got, it's like 110 gold, 182 silver, and 88 uh, copper pieces per person. So, oh my we God. rich bitches. We <laughs> yeah. finally have money. And then that's not counting the freaking cask. Yep, that's not the cask yeah. at all. I mean, I would suggest that we head back to Bryn Chandler because that's probably the one place where we can sell all this stuff and perhaps pick up things to protect us in the event the dragon does trace us down. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then and... we'll head straight for Lonelywood to sell the cask and the two bottles. Yeah, we can do it right after we do our business in Bryn Chandler. Sorry, Val. Yeah, we should also be careful because we will be passing by Teradunaval. Mm -hmm. I say we take a big loop around it head towards Renchender and uh, let's just try avoid Kerr de Naval until we better equip ourselves. And well, that's Kerr also way over here. Okay, then what's this? And, uh... Which one are you doing? The P-E-R, it looks like. Oh, that's Tremeline. Uh, oh, yeah. okay, that's a, a scary. Cool, cool, cool. 
or find them. Oh, Henry, oh sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. And that, uh, you were about to say something. Oh, I was just going to say, and that's also not including any magic items we'd want to sell, like the quiver. Um, yeah. You know, that would also be however much more, and the mithril armor would be, you know, that much more also. Mm-hmm. Maybe Morthus... Morthus didn't get an item, right? Uh, no, I mean, like, I can take the gray bag of tricks, but it's, it's, I don't... Oh, yeah, the bag of tricks. Yeah. And technically, I got a scroll, which is not an item, but it's still very useful in case one of us gets fucking cursed. True. Yeah, we'll right now, Morthus has, do. uh, absolutely zero magic items. Um, not that that's a problem, but if we do get into town, something that could raise my AC would be very nice. <laughs> yeah. I get that. So yeah, let's rest for a night and then head to Bryn Shender. Yeah, wonderful. So you guys are able to take a rest uh, for the rest of the night. Uh, sleep. Um, I mean, it's not a... The most peaceful, I guess, for some of you, uh, mostly you, Vil, as you kind of have that same nightmare where you're tracking down and seeing those that pair of eyes. Um, yeah, this time she'll actually try walking toward the tower instead of following the eyes. Okay. All right, yeah. Uh, so you're going through and you're walking towards the tower of the uh towards the spine of the world or the i'm trying to remember here um remind me yeah i think it was a tower towards the spine of the world where that thing was... crawled out right yeah yeah uh, that's right or whatever is. yeah so yeah so you go through and you see uh that there's yeah so you start to make your way up uh towards uh this large well crafted uh not well crafted um as much as it seems to be made from anything that it could be here in the spine of the world where you see as you ascend some of the mountain uh some of the structure uh you raise up above it and you come into a what looks like a mine entrance that's got you know like the wood above the opening to the cavern and you go inside of it and there you can see what seems to be a large creature strung up that you recognize the hand of that creature from the one that dug itself out of the snow, out of the pile, out of that mm, fallen area, I guess is what I want to say. What does it look like, the creature? Uh, that, I want to say, it looks like uh let me get a good description here it, uh, 
how do I describe this without giving it away? Uh, I, you can so, even just say it looks like a shadow or... Yeah, I, I mean, you you recognize... Yeah, it looks kind of... I guess we'll go with the shadow for right now. Uh, but you can tell that it, it carries a very strong amount of bulky armor to it. Uh, strung up, uh, almost useless. Inanimate, I guess, is really what I'm trying to say. And then your dream fades. Yeah. All right, cool. creepy Thank dream you. aside. Uh, yeah, you guys are able to more or less, uh, rest for the night wake up any i mean we all know our basic rituals where uh we have a brace waking up uh getting ready to do his uh trainings and exercises bumping into morthis on the way out uh vel are you doing anything specific uh no she just switching out her spells for the day and um she greets everyone as she, as they wake up she'll greet mercy um and uh yeah wonderful actually choose to let Martha sleep in this morning okay <laughs> all right and David. i gently shake him awake when it's time okay perfect mm. let him know uh. <sighs> oh are we uh What's what is it is it is it morning already? It's time to go, friend. Mm, Alright. Let me get up. And I roll over. <laughs> you can't make money sleeping in your bed roll. Oh, that's the magic word, and I get back up. <laughs> Thought that would work. Awesome. So you get up, you get everything all packed up, each one of you kind of packing up your own belongings, folding up your bedrolls, getting everything ready, getting for next uh, this next journey uh, towards, uh, I think, what is it, Bremen? Yep, the nearest town uh, that you guys left. Uh, that's the closest to the ten towns is still probably about a full day's journey away. Um but yeah, you start to make your way towards Bremen. Um, and I think with the time, uh, I think we're going to call it here for the night um, and pick up next week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us here at the CritCast podcast. I uh, had a lot of fun with you guys tonight. Um, and please follow us on Twitter at CritCast Podcast or The CritCast Podcast. I need to make sure I say we're at The CritCast Pod. Uh, <laughs> not the other one. The other one's a Pathfinder podcast. Uh, Instagram is The CritCast Podcast. Uh, Gmail, CritCast Podcast at Gmail. We always love hearing from you guys. Uh, and you guys want to say goodnight? Good night. Good night. We're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. Yeah, we are dead. We no. might die. We might not. You have to tune in to find out. No. <laughs> good night, everyone, and good luck on all of your adventures. <laughs>